how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, and more, where we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and methods of a creative life. This episode is brought to you by FreelancerClass.com. At FreelancerClass, you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money as a writer, marketer, graphic designer, virtual assistant, or an accountant from the comfort of your own home. Make a little extra money or replace your income at FreelancerClass.com. Musician James Phillips from the band Bombadil talks about chipping away at songs, creative influences and collaborations, personnel changes, and the future of the band, performing in Durham, North Carolina, and how one of their songs made it into the Judd Apatow film Trainwreck. Stay tuned after the interview to hear the single Amy's Friend from the movie. Daniel Michalak started the band with a few college friends, um, Stuart Robinson, Brian Rahia, and his brother John Michalak uh, in 2005. Um, Ramser Records picked up the band in, in 2006 after they opened up for David Brothers. And then I, I joined in 2007 when they uh, wanted to become a full-time touring band. Um, so I, I, I am sort of the new guy. Um, but now it's, it's Daniel and I kind of soldiering off through, through the, the uh, music industry. And we have a, a new fellow playing with us, Stacey Harden. Um, as far as the influences go, I, you know, I think for Daniel and I have pretty different influences, but also a lot of overlap. I mean, I think like everyone of our generation, we, we listen to the Beatles and the Grateful Dead and, and, you know, a lot of the, the sixties and seventies rock that was classic rock then. Uh, and, and then also we're listening to the music that is classic rock now which is really weird <laughs> like you know like nirvana or fashion right um, and then and then both of us have have uh spent a lot of time uh listening to a kind of wider variety of music too um and i would say at this point in our writing um that our our influences are as much like creative problems as they are specific artists. Like, mm -hmm. um, how do you incorporate this sound or this instrument? How do you tell this story with this song? Um, I think is where we're coming from these days. Okay. Um, can you expand on that as far as how you write your lyrics and how your general music process goes? Sure. Um, we both, Write individually and then also, as time allows, write collaboratively. Um, generally, 
music and some form of lyrics will come at the same time, I would say. Sometimes when I'm writing alone, I start with music. Or you'll have a, a chord progression on the piano that makes a lot of sense, or, you know, Bang and plays guitar or something on guitar that wouldn't make sense as the basis for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we just sit down and work on it. Uh, I think uh, I really believe that writing a song is, you know, work. You you sit down at, at, in your workspace like a, a carpenter or something, and you just try to chip away and make the best thing that you can. Um, and and that takes time. So generally, we we try to have a, in any given songwriting session, we'll try to have something roughed out that resembles the song. But there there's so many rounds of refinement that go into it before it, it it's released as a, a finished product. Um, have you has anything changed? Um, maybe any differences in your new album hold on when you were working on that uh there have been changes since uh we released hold on i mean there's been changes in personnel stuart robinson who was our our third of a three-piece left the band shortly before we released that record um he also wrote some uh and then this record we that we're working on now, which will hopefully come out sometime next year, uh, is is more guitar focused and and more harmony focused than the last record. It's, it, we tried to come up with a, a kind of cohesive batch of songs that made sense together. Whereas in the past, we really wanted our record to reflect the diversity of our musical interests. Um, this time around, we're trying to make something that feels of one piece. And in order to do that, um, we collaborated with Brian Mejia, who used to play guitar in the band, uh, and and kind of found some guitar pieces that he had laying around and wrote lyrics over those, and then also worked with a, a statistician friend uh, to kind of at this point, this will be our sixth record, so we wanted to know what what aspects of our songs in the past seem to appeal to our fans the most. So Nasser broke that down into almost into an algorithm, and and we would show him songs we were working on. He would let us know how we could optimize those songs to be more appealing to our fan base. Uh, so we we just tried to for the forthcoming record just um, challenge ourselves to make something cohesive and something as strong as we could. So I I feel like this time around we've almost done more collaborative revision than we did the last time uh, around. Mm -hmm. You've had a lot of um, kind of like band member changes over the years. Um, what kind of like has, has there been a single theme or thread that have kind of stuck with everything? Like, is there something you you know that each album and, and each new group has stuck with? Like, is there another reason why you've uh, chosen to keep the name as well? Sure. Um, uh, there has been a lot of change, but there's been a lot of continuity. You know, um, Stuart left the band, and we 
last year and we played a show six weeks later uh, and we had played a show two work two weeks before he he left the band um, we've played Daniel and I've played a lot together um, as have other folks who've been involved in the band so I think that the common thread is a, a willingness to explore different potentials um, and and an interest in in making something unique and challenging whoever is actively involved in the group to to make something as strong and unique as possible. Um, I think that's been the common thread. And of course, now we have a catalog of music that we we don't shy away from playing. So we're playing these old songs still um, to this day. And I think any piece of music that you play several hundred times a year is going to have a uh, impact on on future pieces of music that you create. Um, so the, the songs themselves become this thread um, because the band has always been very collaboratively focused. So perhaps not all of the collaborators are present anymore, but still this document of, of that collaboration that we can interact with today. Is there a story behind um, how your one of your new songs got featured in the Jet Apatow movie Trainwreck? There is, yeah. Um, all right, we're managed by a fellow named Dolph Ramser, mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, has met, through working with other bands, has met Judd Apatow, uh, who uh, produced that movie. Uh, okay. And he saw that uh, Judd was working on a movie with Amy Schumer and knew that we had a song called Amy's Friends on our new record. Uh, So so just pitched it, called up Judd Apatow and pitched him the song, and he said, okay. (laughs) Which which is great (laughs) for us, you know. I don't don't, want to, like, put you in a corner, but what are some of your favorite spots to play at, like, arenas? Or if you just want to touch on, like, the different types of, like, fan atmospheres? Uh, I really... I really love that uh, we tour a lot. Um, we just got back from the West Coast uh, yesterday from a kind of two-and-a-half-week tour. Uh, I mean, it's hard to beat for me playing at the Cat's Cradle mm-hmm. uh, because I grew up in the area and grew up going to shows there, and that's kind of where I saw a lot of the music that's very formative to me. Mm-hmm. Uh but I really love the diversity of, of places that we play. Uh, on this West Coast tour, we did everything from rock clubs to living rooms and uh, to small theaters, you know, and uh, have really, because we've been doing it for so long and then open for people and have tried to just play as many shows as we can, because we really enjoy sharing music. Uh, we've, we've played our music in such a, such a variety of places. Uh, it's hard to pick a favorite. I, I don't know. I really love playing music, and I, I love playing music for people. And, it, and it's interesting as a performer to watch how the different environments in which we play music really impacts the experience for the listener. Um, and sometimes negative, but often 
positive way. <laughs> okay, I just got a couple more for you. Um, are there any misconceptions people have about the band? That's a good question. Uh, I have no idea because I, 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 I'm just me, and I'm not exactly sure how other people perceive the band. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm not sure, actually. To... Okay. Um, I've got. I read a couple of articles about you guys today. A lot of a lot of them are about you know the bands and the logistics of you know members and things like that. I did see. I don't want to get too into that. Um, but I saw one quote where you said. We're trying to make sure that we're building this into a career. There are better signs that that is happening. Um, has that continued to be true? Can you elaborate some more on that? Sure. Yeah. There's, I mean, uh, Daniel and I are both in our early 30s and have been at this for a while and would like to continue staying at it. Um, and, and money, unfortunately, is a, is a uh, concern that we have to be aware of. So we we would like to grow the band and reach a broader audience. That's a, a priority for both of us. Um, and yeah, as signs said that happening, you know, getting asked to be in the major motion picture, we're really excited to work on this new record with John Vanderslice, who's a, a producer in San Francisco that we're both really excited to work with. Um, and and the fact that there are you know, musicians who are still really excited to join the group and play with us. Uh, Stacy Harden, who is our new guitar player, has just breathed such life into the band and has been so fun to play with. Um, he, he's younger than us, but grew up as a fan of the band. So he has a knowledge and enthusiasm for the material that um, mm-hmm. has been very inspiring, you know, um, so I, I think there's still signs we're moving in the right direction for sure, and it's, and certainly still still a priority of ours to make this a, a sustainable career um, as we get older. Amy, can you blame me for asking you more about your man and his shark skin boots? Stay in your hotel room and not his place Pretend the mascara's not running down your face If you stare, if you stare into, into the, the sun for too long You could believe you could have been someone For anyone all along If you read your leaves from just the right angle You could make believe Love can't be wrong Amy, can you paint me a portrait of love? Can you tell a story with creatures made of goodness and affection, compromise instead of superstition, doubt and lies? If you stare, if you stare into the sun for too long, you could believe you could have been someone for anyone all along. If you read your leaves from just the What's right for you is right for me. What's right for you is right, you see.
Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter to get your free download of the ebook How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block, which includes advice from writers such as Aaron Sorkin, William Monahan, and Carrie Fukunaga. The newsletter will also keep you up to date on future episodes, new articles, and more. Sign up at BrockSwinson.com. B-R-O-C-K-S-W-I-N-S-O-N dot com.